Take your enjoyment of Smodco Podcast to the next level by checking out a live Smodco show. Get all with Jay and Bob Thursday, April 14th at the Irvine Improv. April 15th means two things. Your taxes are due, and you need to catch Babylon at the Hollywood Improv. Mike and Ming are at PopCon April 15th and 16th in Evansville, Indiana. Monday, April 18th, Charlotte, North Carolina gets Kevin for two shows. April 19th, Kev performs twice in Richmond, Virginia. An evening with Kevin Smith in Atlanta on April 20th. Austin, get ready for Kevin Smith's solo at the Moon Tower Comedy and Oddity Fest, April 22nd. April 22nd through 24th, Muse hits Motor City Nightmares. Jay and Silent Bob get old in Austin on April 23rd. Jersey reunites with Kev in Atlantic City on April 30th. Tickets to these and all Smodco shows are available now at Smodcast.com. We will not be driven by fear into an age of unreason. Oh my God, guys, listen up. I have an announcement to make. Did you guys know that I'm like the number one Google search last week? It could be the stuff of history, however, one way or the other. Okay, is Jessica Simpson here yet? And to those critics who are so pessimistic about our economy, I say, don't be economic girly man. How many sides does a triangle have? Damn, four. There's no side. One. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Yo, 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 Brain Trust. How's y'all doing? I hope y'all's doing pretty grand. Pretty grandiosely and pretty great. Brain trust. Uh, I've been doing pretty good. I lost some weight. This diet's going pretty well. I'm down to about eight and a half pounds lost in the last three and a half to four weeks. But then last night I measured and weighed, way measured, and I was down to seven and a half pounds lost. So I've gained a pound. That might have been water. I don't know. I'm not a scientific uh, scientist. That's not my job. My job is to incorrectly. St- State what a scientist is properly called, and if they're plural or not. So, I think I've successfully done that, and my work here is complete. At least in that part of it, but not in like the whole podcast, because we're just getting started. Uh, by the way, brand new BenGlebe.com has launched, so check it out. Cool? Ben Affleck to direct Batman movie. Direct Batman? Batman's gonna direct Batman? Is he going to still be Batman? The movie's panned. Does not get received well by the public. And the solution Ben Affleck thinks is he should take on more responsibility and direct the movie. He's going to be directing in a cape. Like I predicted on HuffPost Live and on this podcast a long time ago. They should direct all movies in a cape. He's actually going to be directing in a cape. So that prediction came true. Unfortunately for nearly everybody. Ben Affleck, most 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 prominently included. Hillary Clinton doubts Sanders' Dem cred, the Beast reports, in a rare one-on-one interview because she feels she doesn't owe anybody answers. Presidential candidate Hillary Clinton said she's not even sure that Bernie Sanders is a Democrat. She said during Politico's Off Message podcast, quote, he's a relatively new Democrat, and in fact... I'm not even sure he is one. He's running as one, so I don't quite know how to characterize him. 
Oh, well, this made Bernie Sanders mad. And you don't want to see Bernie Sanders when he gets mad. Let me explain something to you. Hillary Clinton's part of the top 1%. Sanders questions Hillary's qualifications to be president. A passionate, older, white-haired Jewish man reports. Sanders got mad and responded by lashing out at Hillary, saying the former Secretary of State is not qualified to be president. Speaking at a rally in Philadelphia, not the cream cheese, I unnecessarily mention. Sanders said Clinton was unqualified because of her special interest funding, support for trade deals, and her vote for the war in Iraq. The Vermont Senator's attack comes after Clinton questioned whether Sanders is truly a Democrat, as I reported just moments ago. But I'm reminding you, in case you have ADD or WEED in your SYSTEM. His attack comes uh, right on the heels of this attack from Hillary. Um, and the exact quote, because in the interview, uh, she was asked, in an interview on CBS, she was asked whether Sanders should apologize to the victims of Sandy Hook school shooting for voting for a bill protecting gun manufacturers. Sanders said, maybe Secretary Clinton might want to apologize to the families who lost their loved ones in Iraq or to the massive levels of destabilization we're now seeing in that region. Oh, gloves coming off. Bernie Sanders swinging. Of course, Clinton spokesman Brian Jimmy Fallon responded to Sanders' attack saying he reached a new low. It's just kind of a generic comeback, don't you think? Ivanka Trump's Chinese scarves being recalled, fashion news reports. Presidential candidate, Donald Trump's daughter Ivanka, came under fire Wednesday, not literally, after the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission announced 20,000 of her branded scarves are being recalled over flammability concerns. Damn, is everything that family does incendiary? Not under a sip of water, I think. That joke. The CPSC said that Chinese-made scarves, quote, pose a burn risk. Wow. Even her scarves are feeling the burn. But no injuries have been reported. The beach wave and brush stroke oblong styles have been affected by the recall. A spokesperson for Ivanka Trump Collection said in a statement they were disappointed by the recall, but relieved that immediate action is being taken. Ivanka Trump's father, of course, the Donald Trump, has lambasted companies like Apple and Ford for taking manufacturing jobs overseas, while media outlets have noted both he and his daughter also manufacture products like the scarves overseas. I wonder if uh, Bernie, uh, Bernie, if Donald could take himself overseas and then lambast himself from over there. Assuming lambast means, you know, something worse than it does. Obama won't back anti-encryption legislation and unencrypted message from Obama reports. The Obama administration is refusing to publicly support draft legislation that would force tech companies to help authorities crack encrypted data. Though President Obama indicated via this Reuters story last month that he might agree that law enforcement should have a way to access encrypted data after the Department of Justice, or the Dep of Just, as I just newly called it, tried to force Apple to break into a San Bernardino shooter's iPhone.
The administration reportedly remains divided on the issue, sources said, including my source, as often is the Daily Beast. The measure sponsored by Senators Richard Burr, Dick Burr, and Dianne Feinstein, Dianne Fein, the Republican chairman and top Democrat on the Senate Intelligence Committee. Now, here's what's exciting is um, Obama apparently was not against siding with the government on the encryption, and now he's like, maybe that was an encrypted message because he's on board with the side of privacy and freedom on this one, so that's nice to hear. Planned Parenthood sting videos seized by the LA Times. California authorities on Tuesday raided the home of David DeLayden, the anti-abortion activist, or the AAA, if you're calling him by accident when you're stranded on the side of the road, who made sting videos at Planned Parenthood clinics and accused the group's doctors of selling fetal tissue. Home was raided. In a Facebook post, DeLayden Center for Medical Progress said agents from State Attorney General Kamala Harris's office seized all video footage in his apartment, as well as personal information. He called the attack. He called the search an attack on citizen journalism. That's a quote from him: an attack on citizen journalism. Although we shouldn't characterize that as the full quote, as it was taken out of context, much like the editing of those videos. David Cameron, medium-sized Panama Papers revelation, British accents report. British Prime Minister David Cameron. David Cameron admitted on Thursday that he benefited from his father's offshore trust fund, which was revealed in the so-called Panama Papers, leaked this past weekend. He, those papers took a leak. Cameron said he sold shares of the fund for $31,500. That's all, dog! Before becoming prime minister in 2010. I obviously can't point to the source of every bit of money, and Dad's not around for me to ask the questions now. Cameron said in an interview with ITV News. The leaked documents revealed connections between world leaders, from Chinese propaganda ministers to Iceland's prime minister, who resigned over this, and offshore shell companies acting as tax shelters. But here's the thing, only 31500 bucks ain't that big of a scandal. You know what I mean? His dad gave him some offshore funds, and he sold them before coming prime minister, and he didn't get rich off it. I say give him a pass on that, and this week instituted laws to make it more difficult to keep money in offshore accounts, because obviously now he had to save face on account of that 31 large. Executions at highest level in 25 years, the Daily Beast reports. Why, is uh, George W. Bush back in power somewhere? Goldman Sachs to pay $5 billion and find some amount of justice reports. Goldman Sachs, as The Daily Show once coined the term, has agreed to pay $5.06 billion in a settlement over its sale of mortgage-backed securities that caused the 2008 recession, the Department of Justice announced. In a press release, the agency said the settlement is based on the company's conduct in its packaging, securitization, marketing, and sale of residential mortgage-backed securities between 07 and 09. Basically what that means is they put together a couple good mortgages with a whole bunch of shitty mortgages, told people that they were all good, they were buying a good package of mortgages put together, and those people lost their shirts because they were shit, and then it crashed when everybody defaulted on their mortgages because they were put into houses they couldn't afford and made to sign contracts they did not understand. The 
company agreed to a list of facts provided by prosecutors detailing the misleading statements by Goldman Sachs. An amount of $875 million will be set aside to address claims by the Illinois and New York Attorney Generals, the Federal Home Loan Banks of Chicago and Seattle, and the National Credit Union Administration. Quote, Today's settlement is yet another acknowledgement by one of our leading financial institutions that it did not live up to the representations it made to investors about the products it was selling, one official said. According to the Department of Justice, investors lost billions of dollars through securities bought during the time in question. But at least some punishment, finally. Five billion dollars. And you can only guess the size of Bernie Sanders' erection over this news. And if you guessed medium, that is correct. Hastert tries to avoid jail time, as Chicago Tribune reports. Former U.S. House Speaker Dennis Hastert's lawyer requested Wednesday that a judge give him probation instead of a prison sentence for his conviction on hush money paid to a man who said that an an Illinois lawmaker sexually abused him as a teen. Apparently Hastert has now been accused by many, many people of being abused by him while they were teenagers. Seems to me that this deserves jail time pretty fucking strongly. But he's an old man and I guess his lawyer's asking for leniency. Quote, Mr. Hastert has made mistakes in judgment and committed transgressions for which he is profoundly sorry. His attorney, Tom Green, said Wednesday. Here's a question. Why the fuck's your attorney, Tom Green? You're being charged with very serious crimes. Maybe do not hire, as your lawyer, Tom Green. Great comedian. Shitty as a lawyer. Springsteen cancels show his website, probably reported. Bruce Springsteen and the East Street Band have canceled their upcoming show in Greensboro, North Carolina, in response to the state's recently enacted anti-LGBT law. Springsteen said about the cancellation, quote, To my mind, it's an attempt by people who cannot stand the progress in our country. Progress our country is made in recognizing the human rights of all of our citizens to overturn that progress. As such, the rocker explained and continued, I feel this is the time for me and the band to show solidarity for those freedom fighters. Some things are more important than a rock show in this fight against prejudice and bigotry. It's one of those things. By the way, I'm pretty certain this is going to be one of the first officially shorter podcasts. I'm also very sorry it's a day late. And I would say a dollar short, but it's free. So, don't complain too much, brain trust, okay? Is that cool? Are we too? Um, I've just been unbelievably swamped to the political idiot test offices trying to create a format from thin air and produce an amazing political TV show for all of y'all with some amazing pundits. I'll release the news right now. I pundits on it. Airing April 20th on GSN, the same day we tape it. New set, new format. It will feature me moderating and hosting political games and puzzles with... And I don't know if I announced this last week or not. I don't think I did. With Jane Guiger of the Young Turks and from the Blaze TV, Glenn Beck's network, Tommy Laren. So, it's going to be really awesome. We're workshopping the games already. Shooting a remote piece. I did a sketch as Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump. Um, a lot of it's going to be really fun and cool. Koch brothers team up with Obama on the criminal record legislation. Did I just say Koch brothers team up with Obama? Not sure, but you bet I did. 
Koch Brothers, Facebook, and Google's parent company Alphabet announced Monday they will assist the Obama administration in helping ex-convicts find employment. Execs from 19 major companies, including the aforementioned trio, signed a pledge Monday at the White House, agreeing to, as the Daily Beast reports, ban the box, i.e. end the practice of asking job applicants whether they have a criminal record. Despite a reputation for championing conservative causes, the libertarian billionaire Koch brothers have become bankrollers of major criminal justice reform efforts over the past several years. I'm more so in reporting the story, because isn't it nice, amazing to finally have people working together? Have Obama and the Koch brothers, the funders of the Republican Party, working together on something? This is more of what we need. People not only caring about party, in fact, throwing party out the fucking window to care about details. Seeing the nuance, not seeing things in black and white or brown and white. Which brings me to my next story. Muslim woman helps authorities find Paris attacker. Washington Post reports in an important story. It was a Muslim woman who helped lead police to the whereabouts of Paris attacks planner Abdel Hamid Aboud. The Washington Post reported Monday. Why well, this is an important story, and would let her own words say it, is, quote, It's important the world knows that I am Muslim myself. It's important to me that people know what Abud and others did is not what Islam is teaching. The terrorist suspect was eventually killed in an armed operation by authorities, and it was clear afterward he was plotting even more attacks. So you see, a Muslim person helped us catch this radical Islamic terrorist. A term I agree with the right should be used, but do not conflate people radicalizing a religion for their own purposes and 1.6 billion people on the planet who are good, nice people and observe that religion. And don't you see how if you alienate and demonize all those Muslim people, they will think that you are an asshole and they will not help you find attackers who they may have more information from an access to since they are somewhat intermingling at times with their communities. Does that make sense? Do that. Do that. Do that. Do that. Do that. Make sense, huh? North Carolina governor backtracks slightly. My Fox 8 reports. Your Fox 8. Really isn't it all of our Fox 8? In response to nationwide backlash against the state's new law banning anti-discrimination protections that we mentioned earlier for gay and transgender people. Banning anti-discrimination. How much do you have to hate a group of people, not only to want to discriminate against them, but to outlaw people not wanting to discriminate against them? North Carolina Governor Pat McCrory, Republican, signed an executive order slightly amending the policy. In a videotaped message, McCrory explained that while people must use government and school bathrooms matching their gender at birth, private businesses can freely decide their own policy with regard to restrooms, locker rooms, and or shower facilities. So, it's still a discriminatory law that will not allow non-discrimination, but only in government and schools, not in private businesses. So, a modicum of progress after a huge step backwards. So, climbing out of that ditch, slowly, North Carolina is. 
The governor's order also expanded protections for state employees against discrimination on grounds of sexual orientation or gender identity. So a little better there as well. But the ACLU dismissed these actions, calling them a poor effort to save face after companies like PayPal and megastars like Bruce Springsteen announced boycotts of the state. Paul Ryan rules out presidential bid his not wanting to be president website reported. House Speaker Paul Ryan, everyone in a run to help stop Trump and Cruz, announced he will not seek the Republican nomination just days after releasing what seemed like a campaign video. Encouraging us all to work together, which I often talk about in non-campaign video style. During a talk at the Republican National Committee's headquarters, he outright declared, quote, I do not want, nor will I accept, the nomination for our party. Close quote. He might still be in though, right? Please? I really don't care. I actually don't care. I kind of hope Trump gets it and destroys the Republican Party as we know it because they are destroying themselves. We may as well put them out of misery sooner rather than later. It's just weird, though. Somebody really wants you to be president, and you are a leader, and you ran for vice president four years ago. Maybe you say yes. Well, even if I really didn't want to be president, but, like, the whole country was like, Please be president? I'd be like, uh, I guess. Jab exclamation point won't attend GOP convention frowny face emoji question mark? CNN reports. Bush will not attend the 2016 Republican National Convention. The failed presidential candidate said Tuesday. Hmm. As my dear friend John Fugelsang put it, um... Yeah, you are not attending. That's not a surprise to anybody because you lost. Stephen Hawking travels back to Alpha Centauri, the Atlantic reports. Russian billionaire Yuri Milner unveiled Tuesday's plans to spend $100 million on a probe that could travel to the star system Alpha Centauri, sounds made up, with backing from both Mark Zuckerberg and Stephen Hawking. In a press conference at One World Observatory, a beautiful building, I recommend you checking it out. It's a gorgeous building. In New York City, Milner and Hawking revealed Breakthrough Starshot, a program laying the groundwork for unmanned interstellar travel to our nearest neighboring star system. I guess only women can go? That's fucked up. The estimated travel time of 20 years. The ambitious plans include high-level technology such as a star chip, photon thrusters, and a light sail propelling a miniature laboratory after being launched into space using lasers. What if Stephen Hawking is just fucking with us this whole time? Like, he's just, like, lately saying a lot of stuff that maybe he's just making up and he's, like, chuckling to himself. Ha, 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 ha. Bad impression. I do better impressions. I've done better impressions. And I will again in the future. And on that note of some impressions being better than others, it's time to check out and check up with the Glebe of Extraordinary Gentlemen. The Friends with Benefits, the Glebe Squad, the Big Glebers. The Big Glebers and all of us, honestly. The Glebe Club. It's time, Brain Trust, for Twitter Answers. Here's the Twitter Answers. Like I just said a moment ago, but briefly, Idiot Test just had our premiere, season three, two days ago. 
and it we improved 35% our ratings in the key demographic we need from our premiere of season two. That's pretty amazing. Network's very happy. I'm very stoked. Dr. Drew made out with Glozell in the premiere, and then he kissed me with green lipstick on the, on the cheek, but aggressively. So you missed that if you missed it. But every Tuesday, for the next like 20 weeks or so, two back-to-back brand new episodes every Tuesday on GSN at 10 p.m. And as we're working hard and I'm incredibly sleep-deprived because of Political Idiot Test, on Wednesday, April 20th, 420, baby, I'm saying bra. Right after the premiere of Skin Wars, my friend Robert Slonina and my friend Rebecca Romaine's shows is a special called Political Idiot Test, totally different format, with the pundits I mentioned earlier, and having a political discussion about this election in a very funny, silly, crazy, interesting way. Gotta watch it. And making my return to At Midnight, and I will win it this time, mark my words. My triumphant, this time, return to At Midnight on Comedy Central. Joining Chris Hardwick and the gang this Monday, April 18th, assuming this is the month of April. And, like I said up top, brandnewbenglebe.com launched. And there you can go to the calendar page and see my dates performing at the end of this month in San Diego. And then coming up in Edmonton, Vancouver, Minneapolis, San Antonio, St. Louis, and Chicago. Check out the dates. Buy tickets. Come see me. Laugh your ass off. And then say hi after the show. I do a meet and greet after every show. But I ask the Brain Trust, who's your favorite celebrity of all time and why? We will end the podcast right after this. Who's your favorite celebrity of all time and why? Pat Morrison, famed writer for the LA Times, wrote. And you can follow her at Pat M. LA Times. A toss-up between Oscar Wilde and Joan of Arc. Wow. They just started old school. I respect that. At Bob Hag wrote Robin Williams, funny, charismatic, and was able to tackle any role in any genre of film and television. So true. Wonderful comedian and truly brilliant actor. Oh, I don't know. Hey, I'm a C. I'm too tired to do a perfect Robin Williams impression. Hopefully you get the idea. Oh, his pants are tight. You can tell his religion. Ha ha. Gexio Gexish at Gex and Gexio. Robert Downey Jr. He rectified his mistakes. And became a way better person. He's also a good actor and just a good guy. I agree with all that. America loves a good come back from behind story. Claw Daddy at Joe Clawiter says, Come on, man. It's got to be you. Hashtag be gleebing yourself. That's really sweet. And Stefan1234 at Stefan speaking said, Hashtag you. And then his tweet continued, Nah, just joking. Tough choice, but going to go with Gordon Ramsay. Okay, well, it's hurtful, and I appreciate it. At Jeremy Simser said Harrison Ford. Just the right age to be influenced hugely by Han and Indy, and grew into a love of all of his movies, even Sabrina. Don't hang on Sabrina. Sabrina's fucking dope. Great romantic love story. Both the Harrison Ford, Greg Kinnear version, and the William Holden, Humphrey Bogart, Audrey Hepburn version. I recommend them both. I like the new one better. At Gostabby says probably The Rock. Since I watched him grow from a little wrestling caterpillar into the most muscular of acting butterflies. Poetically written for the rock, don't you think? And closing it out for us, at Gobo Jenna. Betty White! And that is the correct answer. Until last week, next week, this has been Last Week on Earth.
I may also say, it's been a pretty great 1992, and I wish you all a wonderful 93. <laughs> This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com.